Welcome to Your Worthy Career, a podcast with me, Melissa Lawrence. I'm a career and life coach with all the corporate cred in talent development and organizational psychology, and I help women like you get extraordinary results by being more you, not less. I won't just help you have a career experience worthy of you, but I will help you build your self-worth to shift what you think is possible and take the action that will create the career you've always wanted. Whether it's more meaningful work you're passionate about, making more money, getting to your next level, or being more effective as a leader, we are shattering the glass ceiling here. The one that exists for women at work and the one we put on ourselves with our doubt and inner critic. Each week, you will get practical teachings grounded in neuroscience and effective career development strategies. You'll experience deep mindset shifts and the perfect amount of woo so you can run your career with ease rather than your career running you. You were born for more, and I'm going to help you get there with maybe a few dance parties along the way. Your up level begins now. Hello and welcome to the podcast. How are you? Today we're digging in to the second episode of the Myth Busters series. If you didn't listen to last week's episode on myths for getting a new job, you can go back to it. It's not required pre-work to listen to the episode today. Now, this week we're going to be talking about myths on getting promoted in the pharma biotech industry. The myths about what you need or what needs to happen in order to get to that next level. I also have some exciting news to share. Earlier this month, it was announced that my company, Your Worthy Career, is a sponsor of my local Women in Bio chapter in the Capital Region. If you're not familiar with Women in Bio, it's a great organization that helps women in the sciences in their career journey from postdoc to industry. And I've been a member for years and was on their leadership team back in 2022. I even had the chapter lead at that time on my podcast. I can link up to that because we talk about all of the value that Women in Bio has and all of the work that they do to help women in the sciences. The mission of my business is really to elevate women in the industry to meaningful roles of influence, jobs they love, feeling more confident than ever, and really becoming unstoppable, breaking the barriers of the industry. Women in Bio is an organization that I support, and so it's really special for me to be able to give back and financially invest in the growth of their nonprofit organization. It's making our ripple effect even bigger for women in the life sciences, our impact wider, and it's a milestone for me too to have left an unhappy career to create my own dream job and be able to sponsor other organizations that support and align with my mission is just a dream. So if you're not familiar with Women in Bio, they have chapters all over the United States, and I'll include a link for you so you can learn more about them. Now let's dig into this week's topic. If you're working toward a promotion, then here are some myths about what it takes to actually get it. The first one, you need more certifications and training to get promoted. It's not true. Just like when we want a new job or to make a pivot, or even when we don't know what we want, it could be a logical and easy solution to go toward what can you learn? What certification can you take? What degree can you get that is going to help you build your resume and prove that you're ready for promotion? But just like I talked about last week, this isn't going to get you the promotion. When I got my master's in organizational psychology and was applying it and helping my company increase their culture survey scores, that wasn't enough for a promotion. 
Instead, I had to work on my positioning. I had a client who was signing up for project management certification. That's a very popular certification that my clients will go to when they're feeling stuck. And she had already asked for a promotion. Her boss had said no. And she thought, well, if I get this certification, it would help her get recognized. It might give her more opportunities. She might stand out and be able to get that promotion. But she didn't need it. We started working together and she got her promotion with a new company within three months. So it's not the certification or the degree that is getting you promoted. It's you and how you're making the promotion necessary for your company. Or if it isn't, then deciding how you can problem solve to get it somewhere else. So if your company is telling you this isn't a necessity, if you're doing a business case, if you are following a strategy and you think you're doing everything right and there's nothing more you can do, you are always empowered to get that promotion somewhere else. Okay, number two, promotions only happen during defined cycles. Have you heard this? There's only one or two times a year you can get promoted. The promotions have to be applied for by your boss months ahead of time, that it has to be in the budget already. What if I told you that this isn't true? Okay, I'm going to tell you, this isn't true. (laughs) I'm sure you've seen people get promoted outside of these cycles if you really think about it. An easy example that I like to provide is when you think of announcements you get at work that Jack is now director of manufacturing or Sam is the new quality assurance senior director or welcome the vice president of clinical operations. Promotions are done outside of cycles when there is a business need to do them. When a business need is present, companies will create new jobs where there wasn't one, such as your next level promotion that isn't currently on the org chart or a promotion outside of a defined cycle. Just like getting a new job approved to fill, promotions have to have a need. You can 100% get promoted outside of a cycle. You don't have to wait. I've helped many clients do this, and I've done this for myself too. When I was promoted in my last role, the job didn't exist. But there's a strategy to this. You can't demand it. So I don't want you to run off and start demanding roles be created for you. You have to be strategic and effective in how you go about this. This is one of the things that I help my clients with. So if you're feeling stuck or that you're trying everything to get promoted and get to that next level and it's just not working, know that help is available. Okay, number three, your performance reviews should speak for themselves. Now, in an ideal world and work environment, you work hard, you deliver for the company, you get praise, and your company proactively acknowledges your hard work they offer to pay you more or promote you. You don't even have to ask in an ideal world, right? In an ideal world, you do an amazing job and you get recognized and your leaders know this about you and they offer you more money. They offer you the promotion. They say that you have earned it. Unfortunately, most companies don't operate this way and it sucks. I know. Being really good at your job has become expected of you. In this industry, there are a lot of talented people who deliver. And to stand out, you need to lift your head up and not in the work and become more visible and known for what you do. Think of it this way. If your boss goes to a senior leadership meeting with 10 other functional leaders, 
and suggests that you get promoted. How many of the other leaders know who you are and what you do and would co-sign on your promotion? Not just they wouldn't fight it, but when your boss says, hey, we need to promote Michelle to senior manager, you have other people around that table that are saying, yes, we definitely need to do this. Why haven't we done this already? Do you have those people? It can be easy to get caught up in staying head down and working, especially with a lot of competing deadlines. You probably feel like you don't have a choice. You might feel like you deserve the promotion because of everything you do, and you probably do. But you're asking, at the end of the day, a business to pay you more than they're paying you now when they already have you doing everything you're already doing. So the higher up you get in your career, the hard work won't typically be enough on its own. It won't be enough to be a high performer and to get good performance reviews. That will just be expected. Which leads me to number four. You just need to work harder. This is another myth. This one is similar, but it's different. You don't need to put in more hours to get promoted. You don't need to be the last one to leave the office. You don't need to be on Skype or your team chat and be the last one with the green light showing you're available. You don't need to work on vacation or weekends if you don't want to, right? You are likely already working hard enough. A common problem I see is with my clients is they are super high achievers. They go into every job giving 100% because they want to be seen as the best and they want to do a good job. They want to be acknowledged for being excellent. But their 100% effort is a typical person's 120% or even more. So when you end up doing this, you end up setting yourself up for failure because your baseline is exceptional, right? Your exceptional becomes a meets expectations because that's what you get known for. When you're available all the time, when you're always delivering, when you're going above and beyond, then that becomes just your standard. And then it's really hard to go up from there. It's hard to show above expectations or exceed expectations consistently when your standard is so high. So I know you're already working hard enough. And I'd ask you, are you working strategically enough? This is a really good question to consider. You feel like you're doing everything right. You're delivering for the business and you're not getting anywhere with your promotion. Like, are you thinking strategically? Are you working strategically? It's a really good question to consider. Okay, our fifth myth. You can't get a promotion when there are layoffs and budget cuts. Now, this is a hot topic right here, especially given the way the industry has been lately. And I talked about this from a new job perspective when I have in my Beyond the Ceiling program, almost everyone is interviewing. There have been multiple job offers all right now. This group started at the end of October. There have been people that have been unemployed that have joined and have since landed jobs. So even with the industry the way that it is right now, there is movement. There is promotion. There are new jobs. You can still get your dream job right now. You can still get that dream promotion. You don't have to wait until the market is better. But let's dig into this a little bit more from a promotion perspective specifically. It can feel a little awkward if your company had layoffs and then you go in asking for a promotion. You might feel like you should just feel lucky to even have a job and who are you to ask for more money, right? I've definitely had clients feel that way before. Or the opposite, where maybe it's been a little while since the layoff and you're now doing two people's job for one salary and you're feeling entitled to that promotion. 
Or the company tells you that there's a hiring freeze and there isn't any budget for professional development, let alone promotions. I get it. That's a tough climate to be in. I worked in the industry a long time, and since I left to be a service provider and have my coaching business, I hear these stories from my clients and friends. So it hasn't stopped. This was something that would happen off and on when I worked in industry for over a decade, and then it's continued to happen since I left and now serve through working with women in bio and women in pharma. Now, this is a tough situation, and I want you to know that you're allowed to feel awkward or guilty, okay? You don't have to feel good about going in and asking for a promotion, but I do want you to think about this a little bit more. I had an episode on survivor's guilt that you can check out if you're interested, but think about it this way. You're still there. You're still working hard and delivering for the business. Your company's decision to have less employees does not have anything to do with your skills, talent, or readiness for promotion. Okay, let me say that again. Your company's decision to have less employees does not have anything to do with your skills, your talent, or readiness for promotion. These are standalone circumstances. You are ready for promotion and your company laid off people. You can still get a promotion though, even if the roles that were reduced were not needed or not seen as needed. It doesn't mean that your next level isn't needed and worthy of a promotion. If your company cannot provide it, I would suggest trying the strategy that I use first. Then if not, you can decide to get your promotion elsewhere if you like. This is a huge global industry. There's so much opportunity. There are more pharma and biotech companies that I can memorize, and there are new ones popping up all the time. This industry will always be in demand. It will always be needed, and your talents and expertise will always be needed. So if you want a promotion, you can problem solve how to get one even in this climate. You don't need a perfect, thriving, growing company you work for or a company with excess funds to get your promotion. Promotions are really about filling a strategic need. So again, I would ask, are you being strategic? How can you elevate your approach? All right, let's leave this here today. I've shared with you five myths about what it takes to get promoted in the pharma biotech industry, and I've busted them. Some of these things you might have been thinking were true, and I hope this gave you a different perspective and a different approach that you can move forward with. I've also given you some food for thought, some nuggets to consider for how you can change that approach and still get promoted if it is something you want this year. Now, next week, I'm going to share myths about what you can do to improve your current role without a promotion. So if you want to stay at the company you're at, you like the company you work for, and you want to just be more fulfilled and engaged in your job and maybe think about your future of what you want to say five years from now, you want to be able to answer what is in your five-year plan, that is what we're going to be talking about next week. And if you want to dig deeper on the strategy to getting a new job or promotion, join me in my upcoming training. It's coming up on February 16th, how to get your dream job as a woman in pharma biotech, even with budget cuts and layoffs. The link is going to be in the show notes. This Mythbuster series is doing just that. We are busting myths. And in the training that's happening on February 16th, I'm sharing the strategy. After the training, you'll be able to enroll in Beyond the Ceiling to implement the strategy with my guidance and coaching in this group that I run that is exclusively for women in pharma biotech to upgrade their career. I hope you have an amazing week and I will talk to you next time. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you're ready to know your best career move and get into a new job, get promoted, or upgrade your current role to one you love, join me inside Beyond the Ceiling. 
Beyond the Ceiling is a four-month group coaching program exclusively for women in pharma biotech. Enrollment begins February 16th. Learn more and join us at yourworthycareer.com slash beyond.